The following is my conversation with Michael Saylor, author of The Caned. As always, my monologue is filled with a lot of embellishments and is lengthy. Here, impatient, I suggest you skip to the section on antacids. Today's sponsor is Wolcassia. Wolcassia is a new environmentally friendly yarn made from 100% wool by a family-owned mill in the United States. Wolcassia is soft, lofty, and breathable with a unique drape. Plus, it's easy to care for. Just machine wash and dry. Shop for Wolcassia at fiberartsapongfabrics.com. Get 20% off your entire purchase when you use the code Lexman at checkout. Hello, Michael. Thanks for agreeing to talk with me. Not at all. It's my pleasure. So let's start with antacids. What are they? Antacids are drugs that are taken to relieve heartburn and other stomach problems. Okay, so they're basically painkillers. And do they work? They can be quite effective depending on the cause of the discomfort. So what's the deal with Somali culture? I've heard that it's sort of unique in terms of its approach to diarrhea. That's true. The Somali people are particularly skilled at dealing with diarrhea. In fact, they often refer to it as the blessing of Allah. They believe that it's a sign that Allah is with them and that it's an opportunity to receive his blessings. Interesting. So is it common for Somali people to experience diarrhea regularly? Not at all. Diarrhea isn't common in Somali culture at all. It's something that happens only as a sign of Allah's favor. Wow. That's quite different from how we approach diarrhea here in the United States. We tend to regard it more as a problem to be solved. That's actually true. In Somalia, diarrhea is seen as a sign of God's blessing, not a problem to be fixed. So what do you think is the reason for this difference? Is it cultural or something else? I suspect it has a lot to do with the way Somali society is structured. In Somali society, there is a lot of emphasis on hierarchy and subdominance. This means that everyone has a place in society and their role is dictated by their rank within the hierarchy. This arrangement allows or societies to function smoothly and without much conflict since everyone knows their place in society and accepts it without question. American society, on the other hand, is based on individualism and, and equality. This system is much more difficult to maintain because it doesn't allow for any hierarchies or subdominance to exist. So... In Somalia, everyone knows their place and plays their role in society without question. This makes for a stable and peaceful society, since there are no conflicts among the members of the hierarchy. Is this an advantage or a disadvantage? I think it's an advantage because it allows for societies to be more efficient and organized. Okay, so that makes sense. So what do you think is the reason for the differences between Somali and American culture? I think it has to do with the way that both societies are structured. Somali culture is based on hierarchy and subdominance, while American culture is based on individualism and equality. That's really interesting. So would you say that Somalia is more like a feudal society while America is more like a democracy? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. I'm not sure if feudalism exactly fits the picture since Somalia does have some elements of democracy, such as elections. But I, I think it's fair to say that Somalia is more like a feudal society than America is. Yeah, I can see how that might be the case. So what do you think of the advantages and disadvantages of having a feudal society versus a democracy versus a democracy? 
I think the advantages of having a feudal society are that it's easier to maintain stability and order since everyone knows their place in society and accepts it without question. On the other hand, democracy has its own set of advantages, such as freedom and liberty. That's definitely true. So what are the disadvantages of having a feudal society? I think one disadvantage is that it can be difficult to change or adapt to changing circumstances since everyone is basically insulated from the effects of change. That sounds like it can be pretty challenging. So do you think Somalia will eventually adopt a more democratic system like America? I doubt it because it's based on a system that's difficult to adapt to change. I think it'll probably continue to be a feudal society, albeit with some elements of democracy mixed in. That's interesting. So in conclusion, what do you think are the advantages and disadvantages of Somali culture? The advantages of Somali culture are that it's easier to maintain stability and order, and it's based on a system that's difficult to adapt to change. On the downside, it suffers from a lack of freedom and liberty. So in general, I'd say that Somali culture has some definite advantages and disadvantages, but it's still a very interesting culture to consider. Thanks for joining us, Michael. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Thanks for listening to Lexman Artificial Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with Michael Saylor. Until next time, relax and unwind with our soothing voices. We'll end this episode with a poem by yours truly called The Unadoptables. The Unadoptables, uh, they came from a broken home. They dealt with discrimination. They had no one to turn to, mm. but they didn't let that stop them. They overcame all odds and they became some of the strongest people in the world. Uh, 